down to her thighs, and her shorts came up to her butt, the last in a long list of things she wished she could reverse. Lexi looked at the clock, and her heart went heavy, because erasing the past ten years wasn't going to happen. Neither was ignoring the fact that her grandmother was expecting her in less than an hour, or that she would have to face her family and friends eventually. But when she did, it was going to be on her terms. And in that damn sundress, which meant she needed to get to her car. Lexi grabbed her car keys and headed down the rear stairs. Cracking the door open, she glanced around, her shoulders relaxing slightly when she saw that the alley next to the bakery and the back parking lot where she had parked her car was reassuringly empty. She had snuck in and out of this apartment so many times as a teenager, there was no reason that her heart should be pounding out of her chest right now. It was like riding a bike, right? The only difference was that back in high school, she had snuck around so that no one would know she was having sex with Jeffrey. And now, she was going stealth because she didn't want people to know that Jeffrey had stopped having sex with her a long time ago. A quick grab and dash, that's all. Coast clear, Lexi took a single step toward her car, then stiffened at the sound of feet pounding the pavement, followed by the instant clang of jangling metal. Both sounds were wild and hurried, and both sounds were moving toward her. Shit! Lexi reached back for the doorknob, twisted. Nothing. Shit, shit, shit! It was locked. In her grandmother's mission to protect Lexi's teenage virtue, Priscilla had installed safety measures, a doorknob that was extremely loud to open with a lock that was always engaged. Lexi patted down the sides of her shorts as though expecting to find magical pockets containing a set of apartment keys. Sadly, she found neither. Come here, boy. A distinctly male and distinctly familiar voice called out, followed by a playful bark that sounded much closer. Lexi froze, and last night's pastry dinner declared war on her stomach. That's it, come on, good boy. Claws clicked excitedly on the pavement. A dog tore around the corner. He was some kind of mastiff thoroughbred mix, with paws the size of a polar bear's, and covered head to tail in mud and he was headed directly toward her. Damn it, wingman, I said come. This could not be happening. Fear had her feet moving, and fast. Lexi would rather explain to her grandmother that she had snuck into the apartment than face him. She shot around the corner of the building and, deciding that running didn't make her a coward, made a beeline down the alley next to the bakery, hoping to slip in the delivery door without being noticed. She got to the corner of Main Street and stopped, her stomach plummeting to her toes. The one-lane road was backed up with a line of cars that went past the Paws and Claws Day Spa, made its way beyond Bottles and Bottles, the local pharmacy and wine retailer, and continued toward the highway and the bright green sign that read, Welcome to St. Helena, California, population 5,814, blending poetry in a bottle since 1858. 
The sidewalks were even worse. The brick and awning storefronts and lamp-lined streets were filled with tourists, tourists, and more tourists who were admiring the rows of old wine barrels filled with seasonal flowers and taking in the large banner advertising the St. Helena Summer Wine Showdown. Wine-tasting season was in full swing, and people were out in masses, which meant that Priscilla's patisserie would be overflowing with locals, weekend warriors, and Sunday shoppers. The second she walked into the bakery, she would run into a dozen people she knew, all with a dozen inappropriate questions that would lead to a dozen or more rumors about how Lexi had come crawling home, a divorced failure. A gentle breeze blew past her, carrying with it the smell of freshly baked shoe pastry. Lexi followed the scent and found that both of the